you have a relationship okay, with someone, okay. a friendship with someone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Who, who, who I think would probably be the best person for you. Who, who is that? Who is that? I want to know. Just you. say it. Why? There this is fun. Welcome to the Empty Opinions Podcast. All right, everybody, I'm back, and this isn't going to be a solo episode. It's going to be a virtual guest for the first time. Yeah, because you know what this shit about to be, little bitch. Okay. Yeah, everybody get ready for this freaking episode. It's going to be really crazy. I cannot really wait. This shit is going to be so great. Oh, my God. I can't wait. I can't, I can't, 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 can't. This episode is gonna be so good. All you people cannot understand how well you Yeah, I forgot how to freestyle. You know I get wild when I don't know what words to say. I cannot think ahead. So I just end it right there. Ooh, I cannot think ahead, so I'll just end it right there. You know what I'm saying? I see I have some kind of bars. Alright, hello everybody, and welcome to episode 98 of the Empty Opinions Podcast with Eladia Polanco. My name is Eladia Polanco, and for this episode is gonna be a very special guest. Um I don't even want to introduce him. I'm just letting you guys know it's going to be a virtual guest. I didn't want to do Zoom because fuck Zoom. Everybody does Zoom and Zoom isn't the best quality. So I just opted for, you know, FaceTime, which I feel like is going to work way better, you know, especially with a Mac. You know, I have a MacBook Air. I feel like it's way more integrated into the software. So, I mean, that's it. Um, you know, I don't want to talk too much. I just wanted to do a little bit of a preamble just to warn you guys. This is a this is going to be so the audio may be a little a little bit off from the guest's perspective. For mine, it's going to be pristine. Same as the audio, but uh, same as the video. But uh, all right, that's enough talking. Let me just call our guest for this episode. I am FaceTiming him. Hopefully he picks up. There we Th- are. That's right. We have our first virtual guest. I didn't want to do it, but I had to, especially because for this episode, um, you know, it had to be, obviously it had to be virtual. I couldn't, you know, it hasn't been two weeks since, I haven't been quarantining for two weeks, so I can't do a face-to-face episode with somebody. So I'm waiting for the two weeks, and I didn't want to do a solo episode. So I was like, you know what, like very last minute. I know you like the last minute stuff. Why is that? You like to be spontaneous, right? Always did. Yeah, I'm, I'm a gypsy at heart. Mm. <laughs> right, because is it? Do you think because of your culture or like where you were born? <laughs> Just the way I grew up. You want to? You want me to talk about the way? Yeah, I of grew course, up? of course. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like moving a lot, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, uh, I was born in Portugal from Cape Verdean parents, right from West Africa. Yeah. Uh, within the first seven years of my life, I literally traveled all over the world. Uh, around two or three years old, my, my father was a merchant marine. And, um, of course, he missed the family. And he asked the he asked the owner of the ship, which was a, an English ship called jo- uh, Jocelyn, hmm. um, if he could have his, his wife and his uh, son and daughter on the trip from Germany to South Africa. That ended up being, a, that ended up, lasting four years so wow. literally uh, so we travel all over europe we travel to south africa indonesia uh, hong kong uh, singapore and in between <laughs> wow. there i lived i lived in rotterdam holland for almost a year i lived in luxembourg i lived in bordeaux france so we moved around a lot that's a lot so i, I didn't took, know it was that much 
Yeah, and that's all before I was seven years old. That's crazy. And then when I was seven years old, I moved to Cape Verde until eleven, mm. and then we came to the to the U.S. at eleven. Wow. So, be, so I I love just sp- spontaneous stuff. Even when I was in the classroom, you, I mean, I knew well, yeah. what I wanted to do, but the goal was met in in different ways. Just keeping it fresh, brother. Right. Basically, different roads to get to the same destination. Basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that yeah. yeah that was definitely obvious in the class. I didn't know. How do you think that affected you? I'm trying to get deeper on this podcast. You know what I'm saying? I was talking to my sister about this. I was like, <laughs> you, you don't know want what? It to be about empty opinions. <laughs> well, I, I I want to like ask hard hitting questions. I want to be like Oprah or whatever. I just want to see like if I can get. You know deeper. what I was thinking, Eladio? I was yeah. thinking that. You know, like w- when you interview me, it's 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 it, it turns out to be kind of interesting in a sense mm. for me because I literally and, and ever since you were younger, I, I, I sensed that it was like it was like the f- 15, 16 and now 20, 21 year old Eladio talking to, you know, old man Eladio when he's 50. It's like by the time you get to 50, it's not empty. Those opinions shouldn't right. be empty anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. So go ahead, ask me whatever you but want. But I, I was going to say, how do you think, so you say like you you feel like you're, you're a gypsy at heart because of how much you moved. How else do you think that affected you like psychologically, you think? Well, because I mean, you have a major in psychology, so you you are no, able to. No. Wait. I don't have a major in psychology. Oh, I thought you did. I just, I just act like I do. No, no, I don't. I thought you <laughs> took some psychology. You, you did something with psychology in mm-hmm. college. Really? I have under, my undergrad is in Latin American history. Hmm. Uh, with a minor in linguistics and my grad degree is in uh, Spanish and bilingual education. So okay, well, okay, what, what, what you, the psychology? Well, part you studied a lot of you. I think you have personally like yeah, studied a lot of it. When when you when and and that's actually the answer to your question because I was always like a shy kid. I was always mm. the kid in the corner, Ladio. Okay, I was observing everyone. Right. And um, and I did that for probably um, until like my 30s. Like um, a lot of people will tell you I'm outgoing, but I, I'm outgoing, you know, when I'm out socially. But the way it made me like all of this traveling, these uh, these cultural experiences. It, number one, it made me open my arms to and my heart and my soul to, to multiculturalism. And languages. That's why I'm, you know, kind of you know, very proficient in languages and everything. But um, it also taught me to be very observant, and it also taught me to to listen. And one of the things I don't think we do, and we've, I think we've talked about this, that people don't freaking listen. You no. Know what I mean? like, it taught me that, and you know, and 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 when I say that, it's like young Eladio talking to older Eladio is because we actually came to this country around the same time. I was 11 years old, right? Yeah, I was 11 too, yeah. You were 11. Um, I, I, I went to Roberto Clemente Middle School. I, 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 I you know, I learned, I learned uh, English at Roberto Clemente Middle School and learned Spanish at the same time. Hmm. So um, in order to learn languages, you have to be observant. You have to like sort of read the room, read facial expressions, body language, and everything. So now that I've been teaching languages for so long, I know. You know what I mean? Because right. because I now I'm now I'm more conscious about it. Like back then, we were just surviving, right? 
Like yeah. you, you had the show the other day talking about the guy who bullied you. I, I mean, I had, you know, for the longest time, for the longest time, Eladio, I really didn't like Puerto Ricans all that much. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, I don't know if I've told you this before, because, you know, like, I literally, said, like, I was bullied by a bunch of Puerto Rican yeah. kids when I was, you yeah. know, in middle school. From I remember running. I lived in Alany, right, on 4th and, um, uh, 4th, that's South Philly where I, I lived before, uh, after that. I lived on Albana Street, right off the boulevard. I literally had to run home down Fish Street and turn that corner on the boulevard and run up because, you know, so. Yeah, I so, feel you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> but uh, Yeah, but ahead. but basically, well, yeah, uh, you kind of, you, you kind of touch on your, in your childhood a little bit, but I just meant like, just in general, how do, how do you think? Because, I mean, that's that's rough for a kid to travel so many different places because you can't get attached to anything. Doesn't that become a problem? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm literally, I'm not attached to anything now. Hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm attached to my wife and my kids because they're my wife, my kids. I, this is what I told my mom the other day. Like, I was telling my mom, I'm like, listen, um, with all the stuff going on with, like, politics and the way this country and the direction that this country is going, you know, like, I'm I'm out of here. Like you know, as soon as I retire, I'm out of here. Not permanently, but I'm gonna go away for like a year, two years, and then come back and have maintain my residency here. But I told my mom this. I said I'm 50 years old, right? And I still have not made a decision on where I want to live. Yet. Mm. Literally, like I'm I'm a product of my parents' decisions. You know, to run around all of Europe, to run around in Africa, to run around, you know, on a ship, you know, in the Atlantic and go to the Pacific and around the Cape of Good Hope and go to Hong Kong and Indonesia and, all, and Singapore. We came to the United States. I had no, I, I didn't make a decision on that. My parents made the decision. So I literally, I haven't made a decision yet. The only decisions I made were uh, my wife and my two kids. That's it. Not yeah. even to go to school or anything. I've... At the time, I felt like I had no other choice. Like, I, I had to go to school because that's why my parents came to America, right? So yeah. I haven't made a decision yet, bro. But that's it wasn't, interesting. But, but, but your question saying was difficult. It's difficult, and in, in the end result of it is kind of weird and yet good at the same time. Like, like I'm okay being alone. I'm okay being... I'm, I'm, what did uh, I have a I have a student a former student Anna Del Vecchio who told me she finally got to know me and she said those you're you're the most social loner I I, I ever met and it's true like bro I don't I don't need anybody to ride with I, I'm good by myself mm. like, and that's one of the things that taught me how to be independent it taught me how to survive on my own like you can drop me in the middle of anywhere and I, I can get out I'm good yeah. You know? I, I, that's something I've I've realized about myself too. It's like I I can adapt to. I think it's it's the same thing as you. It's like I feel like I can adapt to different changes very quickly. Like I don't ponder. Like I just kind of figure out a way to live in whatever environment I'm in, and yeah, I just yeah. continue to go. That's something I mean, I've realized. I'm, I I can adapt to any situation. I I and uh, my wife says this to me all the time because we've traveled so much. Like I'm the easiest person to travel with. Because I don't, I don't have any demands. Like, I know that 
things are going to change that I'm going to have to like bob and weave. Uh, you know, I, I've taken kids to Spain and, you know, like, pan con jamón. son pan con jamón. That's what they eat. Yeah. Right? Um, and we were in the middle of like nowhere and we stopped at like this road, like restaurant and, and it was after lunch because they take like a three or four hour break after lunch for merienda. And, and they were like, no, solamente tenemos pan con jamón, ham and cheese, ham and cheese with, uh, with the, but it's great ham, great cheese with the bread, with yeah. no ca- um, no mustard, nothing like that. And my kids were like, no, I don't eat pork. So I was like, right, then just have the cheese. I don't like cheese. I'm like, okay, just have the bread. So that's me. Like, I don't, bro, like, I, 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 I you know how, like, the Asians sit, like, they, they get down and they sit and they talk to each other. They don't sit on a chair, but they kneel down. Yeah. I remember being in Indonesia and having like rice with what peppers with my hands like this, because that's what they did. So my parents and my parents were not, no, my kids don't eat that. No, we just had to eat whatever we had to eat, you know? So I grew up like that. So it's. So now it's not a, yeah. Whenever you kind of have to, yeah, change is not that difficult. Well, for me, it's funny because. Like I said, I do feel like I'm able to to adapt to whatever environment I'm in, but with me it's different. Like I have to create some sort of regimen. Like it's like it's hard for me to like go with the flow. It's something I've realized about myself. Like I can't, you know, if I have a, a plan that I have to do something, and like a wrench gets thrown, like I get in disarray. Like I, because now I have to try to make it make sense in my head. I can't just go with the flow. I have to like now plan according to the changes which is not good i mean yeah it's not good because like even today because like because sometimes you want to be nice with you know with somebody right so like my mom called me earlier today she was like well i want you to take me to ikea and like it happens often where like i get flustered because like i don't want to be you know i want to be nice to my mom and like fulfill her wishes but also like i have to work so then, like, I'm I, I'm in this weird, like, position where, like, now I have to choose, okay, what am I going to do? How am I, like, I, like, my mind, you know, because I overthink a lot. So now I'm like, okay, will I be able to take her to the end? If I do, how long is it going to be? Will I be able to work at least a couple of hours? Will this just completely disrupt my work schedule? Like, that's what happens in my head where, like, something like that happens. So how do you, do you have some advice for me? Because, I mean, like you said, you're very gypsy-ish. How would you, what advice would you give me with like, like go with the flow? You you never listen to me. So why am I going to give you advice? But I I like to hear it. (laughs) (laughs) Even if I don't fall, I mean, you know what? Okay. Well, see, I was going to go into it, but let's just stick with this. What, what advice would you give at least to me? Like who has trouble, like going with the flow. And, And that's like with everything. That's like, that's not just like with plans. That's like with women, like, that's something that you've told me. Like, I feel like sometimes I'm just too rational and up my own, like in my head. And that's bad because then you disrupt whatever is happening. But just in general. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, it, I, I'm, I, you know, cause I, I'm, I was talking to my, we, we just went on an almost an hour walk cause mm-hmm. uh, we're getting, you know, our regular exercise and everything and, and trying to stay healthy during this, this whole thing that's happening but and we were talking and i told her <laughs> i told her i was doing the interview with you at seven o'clock and we have to be back by seven um and and um, 
and through that conversation, I was kind of like talking about this being therapy. Because, mm. um, we all, I think, I think the biggest problem uh, in life is that we all try to like put ourselves, and, and America kind of tries to do that for us. You know, put ourselves in a in a in a in a in a, in a role in a hole. Like this is who I am. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking about this as, you know, like I, I've, you know, and I've, we've talked about this before. I've had a lot of loss. The last, the last 10 years of my life from 40 to 50 was one of the weirdest times of my life. Um, you know, and you know, like I lost my dad, I lost my brother. I, uh, I lost another person through suicide too, because I, I told you that before that my brother committed suicide, but I lost somebody else did suicide um, before my father died and before my brother. I think I remember. I think you talked to us about it in class. Your yeah. former student? No, no, no. Well, that was a Dominican kid, but that, right. that that was, yeah, that was tough too. That's that's another person I forgot, you know, also died through suicide. But these people were like part of my personal life, right? Um, and among other things too, I, I just realized that... Um, like I've had some uh, a gluten problem for a long time, and I you know I you had said like, gluten, yeah 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 I stopped hmm. I stopped eating all gluten I'm eating gluten free and I feel like a new man. Bro. Yeah, I mean that's funny. Yeah, man, I've lost like almost fifteen pounds, um, um, but through all of this stuff, and then COVID hits, so it's given me time to really think and reevaluate myself, and and I I I, I fasted for like thirty days. And I feel like a new man, bro. Like I stopped eating certain things. I stopped drinking alcohol. Um, I stopped drinking sugary drinks. I, 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 I've literally like, I'm living the right way and it's cleared my mind. And by clearing my mind, start to like evaluate yourself, right? And I always, I was, I've always been a confident person outside of being a teenager, of course, because that's natural, right? Yeah, your self-esteem takes a hit, you know, uh, through puberty and after puberty. But, but um, everything that's happened in my life has been really, really good. So sometimes I don't know how to deal with the with the bad things that because things usually work out for me. Yeah, because of hard work and and the way I tackle things, right? But um, I think sometimes, and this is my advice to you, through all that stuff that I was just talking, kind of looking at it through my lens and looking at myself in the mirror is that we try to define ourselves and others try to define us. And most people get it wrong. But the truth is, is most people get themselves wrong too. Mm. Yeah. And I think, and I think what you have to do is, bro, that's the way you are. So why change it? Yeah. Uh, so a lot of times I've been trying to tell you, you know, you need to do it like this. You need to do it like that. But you never listen to me. Why? Because you're a stubborn-ass Dominican, bro. <laughs> no, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 you know what? If it means that it might take you a long time to get a girl, then that's what it means. Not right. Then, I don't want to hear that, dos. I mean, yeah, but when, when you, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> but when you get when you get that girl, that she'll be the one for you because. It will be done under 
your parameters and your standards and who you are as a person. So why should you have to change for somebody else? No, it's true. It's uh, That's something that I've also thought about. I mean, to this point, I'm almost kind of just resigning myself to I'll just get women when I'm successful. Like at this point, I'm kind of hedging on that. I was like, I'll just wait until like I, I get kind of successful and then, you know, the women kind of come in, in that scenario. Uh, but no, but you, something that something that I recently learned, like on my own. Well, I, I had you in mind because you gave me this advice, but and it, uh, for some reason, I, I thought of you when this happened. But like, I remember. So. It happens a lot where like random women on Instagram start liking my pictures or like try to get my attention certain ways. Right. And then, you know, I'm the kind of I'm very direct, like I said, even to to a detriment. So like I always says, just go to directly messaging. Like I don't do the like, I guess the games you could call it. But, you know, like it's happened now multiple times where I'm like I'm texting with certain women. And like we're because they try to get my attention. So I'm like, OK, let me follow up with this. Let me follow through with this. And I always ask, like, are you single? And they always say uh, no. And I, for for the longest, I was it, it always confused me. I was like, the why the fuck are they like? Why are they why are they trying to get my attention? But, I, I, but now what I've realized is that it's something that you always try to tell me, which is just kind of basically just go with the flow. You know what I mean? It's like. But it, it like I like I overthink too much. So in my head, I'm like, oh, no, I got to ask if they're single because I don't want to you know, I don't want them to cheat on whoever they're with or I don't want them to do something they shouldn't do. So let me ask. But I've realized like, yeah, I can't do that because like. It's almost now I got to go because like I said, like it, it, I guess I kind of just got to turn off that part of my brain of like, oh, this is wrong because that's what happens with me. Like when, when it comes to that, where I'm like that that's wrong like in the back of my head i'm like this is wrong right like if if they're in a relationship and this is happening isn't that wrong in my part the the advice that i've always given you was not to think so much yeah yeah that's the advice um because (laughs) yeah if you think about it everyone in this world is attached to someone else hmm so what you're always attached to someone else it could be friendship it could be a love affair it could be parents it could be it could be anybody but you're always attached to someone right right um so when you ask questions like that you take away the focus from you and you put it on a third person yeah and that messes up every anything because literally like these these girls are trying to see if you're a good future candidate that's all they're saying yeah so you kind of kill it before they can even see it because you would, you 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 refocus them into whoever is not part of the conversation. Like, like if it, it I mean, life is complicated, right? So their relationships could be ending, and they're they're feeling things out to see where they go from there. Hmm. And maybe you know the way the way out of their relationship is to find someone else that gives them hope and gives them friendship. And the possibilities of a of a future relationship. So, if you take the focus away from you, and you put it back on the person they're trying to run away from, you're killing. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, I know. The purpose. So that's been my advice to you. Yeah, but I. But the thing about it is that I did. That's what I wanted to say. Like I did actually realize it because the last time it happened, like I sent the question, like, "Are you single?" And as I sent it, I was like, "Why the." 
fuck did you send that question? Like in my head, like to my own self, like, what are you doing? You know, and now it's like where I feel like I'm not, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to do that anymore. I am trying to, the, the one thing that my sister told me, since so like, I'm always thinking too much, I guess the best way to do it is to like create almost like, like a subcategory. Because I'm very, like I said, I'm, uh, let, me, let me tell you, because this is the, this is how I got to deal with this because, you know, it, I can't just stop thinking. So what my sister gave me an advice for, which I think is very smart, it's just like my problem is I divide everything to like friends or, or like a relationship. Like it's very rigid. Right. And that's bad. That's horrible. And mo- most things, mo- mo- most things are, 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 are black and white. Yeah, I mean, ex- yeah. You you have a relationship with someone that I'm not going to mention. That that <laughs> what? Is, what? Okay, go ahead. You have a relationship, okay, with okay. Someone, a friendship with someone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Who 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 I think would probably be the best person for you. Who who is that? Who is that? I want to know. Just you. say it. Why? No, this is fun. This is what I live for. Though. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the kind but of. You, but you do. But you, you you do. You have a very like. Um, well, actually, you have a bunch of relationships like that. Hmm. I would like to know the names because I want to put them out as a clip, and it will be fun. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not gonna put nobody out there like that. But no, but, but they're they're great friendships. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Realize, you know, like, and I don't know if I've told you this before, but I I I I was friends with my wife for three years in college. Yeah, yeah. You told yeah, you told me this. Yeah, yeah so, and and and. And um, it was probably the best thing ever happened because by the time we got into a relationship, relationship, we didn't know everything about each other, but at least we knew each other pretty well. Yeah. And and it wasn't that we were great friends, but whenever we were around each other, you could tell that there was something there between us hmm. that that could that could be long long lasting. Because listen, at the end of the day, bro, at the end of the day. You know all that stuff that people worry about, like the sexual parts and and, and all of that stuff, right? It's yeah. irrelevant. At right. the end of the day, you got to have a conversation with the other person. That's true. Yeah. So that's where the friendship is, right? Like, yeah, we just went for like almost an hour walk, and we talked the whole time, and we didn't plan none of it out. We just talked, and we've been together for what since 1991 as a. So it's going to be 30 years this year. We've been together as boyfriend and girlfriend and been married. Wow. And we and, and it's still fresh. Why? Because we're friends. Yeah. So so when when someone's trying to be your friend, why, why are you going to kill it? Because that's where everything starts and that's where everything ends. Wow. That's deep. That's where everything that like a, a friendships are yeah, I mean that's that's definitely true. Um yeah. That's true. Well, I'm just thinking. I like throwing you. I like throwing you these very logical and and common sense curveballs because your head doesn't work that way. Because you fucking yeah, like yeah. complicate everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, it's like a new concept to me. It's like whoa, everything starts a as a friendship, concept, man. Yeah, yeah. Christ's sake, it's not new at all. I but know, but because you know, your brain doesn't work that way. It's like. I never thought about it that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's you saw me. I was like literally like thinking. No, but yeah. Can we stop talking about you? Because every time I come on the show, 
All we do is talk about you. Well, because I know, I mean, <laughs> I know. There's so many know. things going on in this world. I know, I know. You seem to be in the center of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, it always it's comes like, back to me somehow. COVID? I got COVID. Yeah. Can we talk about police yeah. brutality? Yeah. yeah. Mr. Dose, Dose, I got beat up by a cop. Yeah, yesterday. yeah, yeah. Everything just, has to do. No, I'm just kidding. No, I know what you. I mean, it's it, it is true, and I'm trying. I mean, that's. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. The very narcissistic answer to that would be, well, the show was named after me, but whatever. Um, I'll just say, but I, I'm not gonna say that. I, that's what I would say if I was that narcissistic. What I what I am gonna say is just let me Which just one last Which question. Just one last question. Um. <laughs> About me, and then we can move on to to whatever else. But um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, because this is interesting. The thing about friendships, how everything obviously you know everything starts from a friendship, whatever. But I do hear a lot that like, I mean, you hear this concept all the time: the friend zone. Ooh, the friend zone, the dreaded friend zone. You don't want to be in the friend zone, right? It's like or like women seeing guys as just friends, and then that being bad. But is that like something? That I always is. I think what you're what you're saying is true. It's like at the end of the day, you need a friendship with somebody. Do you think? How does that even think wh- about this? Yeah. Think about how how hypocritical certain women are, right? <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. They want to put you in a friend zone, right? Mm-hmm. But then when things don't work out with the people that they're with, they wish they they had a friendship or they wish that they were as close that their men were, were as close to them as the guy who is their friend. Yeah. Like, they want friendship. They want everything that comes with friendship, but they don't want to call it friendship. Yeah. So that's kind of like an excuse just to put certain guys that they really don't want to be romantically involved with in their place. But when things go wrong, who do, who do they wish they had? They wish A friend. Had yeah. They wish they had a friend as their lover. So, well, that's the thing. But that's the other thing that's rough. It's like, and usually you kind of just become the side piece. Then I think I experienced that, you know, this year. Like I, I think it was this year. Yeah, this year. Like just being kind of like a side piece. Where like it, it was so funny because I could tell there's this girl that I liked, right? And and, and she had a boyfriend, whatever. And we kind of had a thing before, but then she got back with her boyfriend, whatever. But then it would be times where like she would show me no affection. And I would know, okay, she's good with her boyfriend. And then there will be times when she would show me like a lot of affection. And I was like, oh, she's she's on she's not talking to her boyfriend. And now, you know, the, the the friend or what you know, the friend zone, like she's going to that guy now for that thing that she's missing in her actual relationship. But then it's fucked up because then when it gets better, it's like, okay, I don't need you anymore. I'm back to my boyfriend you know what i mean like women want to have both that's the other thing they want to have both things like you know like you said like they want to have that backup thing but i mean you can't really have both right isn't that a little selfish no basically no no saying like having the boyfriend and the friend and then when the boyfriend thing is like they're going through a rough patch going to the friend and then when the when things are good going back to the boyfriend that's fucked up and that's selfish and women are all selfish that's what I have to say. You, you make me. You make me think. <laughs> you you make you, you make me think through things that I haven't thought about in like twenty thirty years. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah. at the point. I'm at the point in my life is like, if you could be my friend, if you want to. If you don't want to, I'm good with it too. Hmm. But again, you know, like I got my best my best friend upstairs. I got my daughter. That's like a great friend too. My son. That's a great friend too. 
I got my mom that's been eternally my best friend. So, but even, but, but even when I was around your age, I, 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 outside of being a teenager around 14, 15, 16 years old, 15, I say around 15, I still wanted to be accepted. After 16, what I noticed was, is that people weren't shit. You know what I mean? Mm. You ain't shit. Like, you could have all the money, all the clothes, all the this, all the that, and I'm catching the 47 bus. And you ain't shit to me. So when mm. I started thinking like that, around 15, 16 years old, things got easier. Because I, I have friends who are, I have friends right now who I could say are the best at what they do in the world, right? I could say yeah. that I have friends that have everything they need plus more. Uh, people with a lot of money, a lot of material, um, and they ain't shit to me. What they are, <laughs> what they are, no, no, I'm serious about that. What they are is yeah. they, they're, they're human being, right? They're right. Human right. being. So, so, um, I treat them with, you know, kindness. Uh, uh, my heart always on my sleeve. I'm very passionate about who I am and what I'm about and what I stand for and what I live for. Uh, um, and I don't know if I mentioned humility, but humility is extremely important. Mm. You know, so um, I figure if they show me that, right, humility, passion, compassion, uh, humanity um, and friendship, um, then I open my arms to them because I have something. I have something. I may not have a lot of money. I have enough to live by. I may not have a lot of money, but I've been fortunate enough to make my way and, and really create something special with my family and, and the friends that I do have. It's the same thing with women in your life. You know, if you're looking for a great woman, um, it's the same thing with friendships. Like I'm not worried or even at work, like I'm not worried so much. And you could say, Oh, now that you're 50, but man, I think back to even your age. Like I, like I said, I was a social loner. Like I was okay by myself okay navigating through the world by myself and being in my own head and writing, writing my poetry, writing essays, doing my schoolwork, playing soccer and doing all the things that I love. And I was, I, I became really, really like happy in my own skin very early. So, so I think once you start exuding that, that, you know, like I'm not trying to kiss nobody's ass. Like, like I told you, I'm not going to mention any names because it's not the right context to mention any names. But I have people who are some of the most powerful people at what they do. Hmm. And they call me like, yo, Kalu. Right. And and the reason why they do is because of the transparency. Like, it's all good. Like, they know they're safe with me. Yeah, that's important. And they, and, and they know that. And they know that that I'm always. They don't have to agree with anything I say, but they know that it's coming from a good place. You know what I mean? And and I think to go back to that thing, you know, with girls and all that stuff. Look, man, if if a girl is not mature enough to see that in you and to accept you for who you are. There's Shouldn't no be point. with them, yeah. Yeah, there's no point. Yeah, that's true. No 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, that 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 is true. But it's funny that you you did say earlier, it's like stuff the stuff that I bring up, you haven't thought of in like twenty years. It's true. I mean, there's such a big age gap. I just gonna forget about it, and I just gonna talk to you about it. I'm like, you well, know, I can talk about it. Well, yeah, yeah, so. of course, of course. Um, well, just in general, how do you feel about this idea that I had the other day? I was like, why do you think it is that like nobody's really honest? Why is that? I've noticed it's like a thing. It's like the more I think about just in general how things work and how even just everything I've seen in life, it's just like honesty isn't really a thing. It's weird. I, I want to know what you think. I, I don't know why that is, but and I don't know if it's because, you know, in general, people are more comfortable with just the pretend that they are with the truth. And it's only a couple of like weird people that don't mind like being honest or like being blunt about certain or just being honest about whatever but i have noticed that like honesty is not a thing let me ask you a question have i ever with you have i ever with you told you what you wanted to hear no you just say what you have to say yeah okay uh, why are you still here? Because I, I don't know. I guess I, I, I appreciate that. I, 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 when I talk to somebody, I don't want to hear what I want to hear. I want to hear what they have to say. You know what I mean? Like, I want to hear okay. what you actually have to say and think. Okay. You, you know, you know, most people will say that Eladio, right? Yeah. They really don't mean it. Right. Huh? Right. And the way you can tell is just by if they actually continue to talk to you, right? Exactly. So, yeah. so they really don't mean it. So, so, and I'm not saying everybody, but what one of the, I've lost a lot of people in my life, and I mean I could call them friends, acquaintances, whatever you want to call it, family, but we'll call them people because if they were really great family or great friends or great um, uh, coworkers, then you know. Because you know you're always going to get a hundred from me, right? So I'm not going to bullshit you, right? So, mm -hmm. so I've lost a lot of people because of that, and I actually have, and I'm going to give my secret away. I actually use it as a weapon now. Hmm. Like when I want to get rid of somebody from my life, I tell them something that I know is going to make them feel uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. Right. And 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 then you could really see if they're worth it or not. If they're worth it, they'll come back to me just like you do uh, through the show, through social network, through a phone call or a FaceTime, whatever, because you appreciate that and you know I'm going to keep it 100 with you, right? Yeah. No matter what it is, I'm going to keep it 100. Um, and sometimes keeping it 100 is really, really uncomfortable for the, for the person who's receiving that message because that's not what they want to hear, right? No. So, so... I use it as a weapon to sort of funnel people through my life because, because I, when I really get down and get, you know, get depressed or go into a rut is when I feel like I'm in a, I'm in a, I'm in a, I'm in a relationship or a situation that, that does not promote, uh, love, respect, um, honesty, transparency, all those things that I just talked about a couple of minutes ago, 
I get in a rut because I feel like I have to step around like eggshells in order yeah. to talk to someone. Or, the, or those people are going to be highly emotional and they're going to blow off off a top. That's when I get. Like, that's when my 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 uh, my uh, uh, what do you call it? That's when like I I feel stressed out or I feel right. anxiety and stuff like that. I'd rather hear someone tell me, you know, fuck you, I hate you, uh, you're a spick, you're a this, you're a that, you're a, uh, the N-word. I, I'd yeah, rather yeah. hear that because at yeah. least I know where you stand. The problem, the problem with people who change the way they are or who they are in order to satisfy uh, uh, a context, right? It could be with money. And I'm, and I'm very thankful that I have a job that I don't need to... I don't need to kiss people's ass in order to get like higher in the ranks. I mean, because it's, it's a meritocracy, right? Like I move up yeah. if I get degrees and how do I get degrees? I, I get degrees on my own merit, right? Yeah. I get higher if I, if I do great things, right? I, it's, it's not about like, you know, I have to schmooze or I have to kiss because I'm a very bad ass kisser. So, so I mean, not that I have never been like, there are certain people in my life that I know I have to be nice to because they respond yeah. well to that. Right. They respond well to to maybe I might not bring something up because they respond well to to not talking about that topic. Sure. But I don't do it because I want something from them. I do it right. because you're considerate. I yeah. I, I'm considerate. Yeah. But most people are not like that. Man, I can't say most people, but a lot of people are not like that. A lot of people are going to tell you what you want to hear in order to get something from you. Hmm. Yeah. It could be friendship. It could be all that stuff. It could be a job. It could be money. It could be it could be coming to your house because you give them drinks. You know, they want to parandear. You know what I mean? They, they want to just like be loose around. And then the day that you take that thing away from them, all of a sudden they stop coming around because the, the relationship was literally... A transaction yeah so the transaction was i had to give i had to sort of be fake to you in order for you to like me in order for me to get what i want from you right yeah that's... and i don't operate really well in those type of conditions Mm-mm. i have to love you and care about you and respect you in order to in order to in order to give you something that's going to make you feel good but at the minute that i think you can deal with reality then you need to you need to make a decision is this what i want or like i'm the guy that they come to when things are bad hmm. because they know they're going to get 100 yeah yeah but but because i'm not a transactional type of person right cuz um I, I don't think anyone can give me what i can't give myself so i don't i don't I don't worry about that. Like yeah. I operate in very simple friendship terms, right? It's it's out of like appreciation and love, and I don't mind telling people I love them. Like I don't mind calling someone a, one of the loves of my life. Because why? Because I respect them and appreciate them, and and so I don't do well in transactions. So I'm glad I don't work in the business world. Yeah, because I, I would have to count that like, like it's like working for Trump, for example, right? Yeah, like yeah. I couldn't work for Donald Trump. No, 
because he's always going to want something from me that I can't give him. But what people do is they always give someone that what they can't give. And, and what they do is they get in the way of, um, you know, that's how people like, for example, commit crimes because they go above and beyond their moralistic, like, like standards, right? They step over those lines in order to help someone else. Right. Yeah. So like for me, it's not, and, 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 and I know that I've like, I've given you like a long answer, but people are not real. No, they're not. They're not real. Not, not, and I'm not saying everybody. Uh, that's why it's a, like, for example, like I tell my son all the time, and you know what my son is doing, and one day he could be making a lot of money. Right now he's not, but one day he can. I tell him all the time, I was like, there's nothing better than the person who loves you for who you are when you had nothing. Right. Right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, at least you know where they come from and they know where you come from and you know that they love you for who you are. So that whole thing about like when you become successful, you're going to get a girl. Come on, man. Then then does she love you for you or does she love you for your money? I'll figure that out when it happens. <laughs> like, I mean, you don't care. You don't care. <laughs> no, no, no. I know what you mean. I, I, that That is actually a great point. I, I guess I... I'm thinking just in a very short term of like, oh, there will be women interested. But I, I think you're right. It's still going to be that thing of like, well, now you don't know if they actually want to. Yeah, I mean, that's true. But there's, the, the transactional thing you mentioned, I think that's such an interesting point. Because like when I think about myself, like everything that I do, I do myself, right? Everything with the podcast or the, you know, every every single thing about the podcast, I do myself in really everything. So I guess that is interesting that there are probably people that I'm sure a lot of people just be fake. Not like they act fake nice to people just so they can get something from them because they don't want to do it themselves or well, whatever. Not even, not even in the transaction, but they might just be nice to you just to get through that moment to get them to the next moment. Yeah. Because they know they got to go through you, but, but we all uh, do yeah. that. Like I've done that too. Like there's been some people I'm like, you know, I just got to get, I got to get A and B done to get to C and I'm trying to get to C. I got to go through this. So I got, I got to have, I got to be a good teammate. Yeah. Yeah. But so, my yeah. problem is, my problem is, is that I, I want to be a good teammate out of merit, not because I kissed up to you. Right. You know, like, like I don't feel like you need to be over my house eating and drinking and partying with me in order to be my friend. Like, I'm I'm okay. I, I want to have a friendship of like simplicity. Like, not that you, you you want me to do something for you, but just because. Like check up on me, say hello. Not because you want something, but just because you just want to say hello to see how I'm doing. And I yeah. do the same thing for you. I meet I meet up for a cup of coffee, and I and I've seen plenty of friendships like that. And a lot of times the transaction may be emotional psychological it may be it may be a lot of things not and i'm not saying i'm like hardcore like i I have no heart but like i'm okay with not i'm okay by myself so so for me like i feel like i have nothing to lose right like i don't have nothing to lose like you know like i have i have two great friends right now um, because our kids played soccer with each other, I can go like for a month or two without talking to them, and I'm fine. Yeah. And then when we talk, we f- I feel like I just talked to them yesterday. Right. 
but I'm not their friend because I want something from them or they want something from me where we just share like a common like passion. Yeah. And, and, and those are the people I, I want to waste time with. Right. I mean, that's a dark way to look not at spend it. Yeah, time, yeah. but waste time. With. Right. Right. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's all we're doing. Just, just wasting time. Because my time, my time is precious to me. So yeah. when I do waste it, I want to waste it with people that that accept me for who I am, and they're not trying to figure how to, you know, manipulate me and use me in any way. And I've been used before. Hmm. I'm using was, you for this podcast right now. <laughs> and I was too. <laughs> and I and I you know you're worth wasting time. No, with. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, for me, you are anyway. But. Yeah. Um, no, but I've been used, and I've like propped people up, and then, because you know, people people have their own visions about what they want to do with their lives, and and how they want to get to a certain place, and I may not be in agreement with how to get there that way. So, I'm not willing to sacrifice my character, and I don't want to say my reputation because reputations vary depending on context. Yeah, you know, with personal stuff, but, um, but I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, like, I, I have like, I'm not, I'm not a person about money, so, like, I don't value money all that much as long as my bills are paid. It's that whole gypsy thing, right? Yeah. As long as my bills are paid, I'm good, and I can eat and drink something, and sustain myself. I'm good, so I don't feel like I need anybody for that. So. For me, if I have if I have a goal and I have partners to get get to that goal, um, I don't mind working as a team to get there. Uh, I'm not willing to sacrifice like who I am as a person. For, yeah. For, to to get to get it, so I don't operate in that sense. So I lose a lot of people in my life, and I don't want to say that I lose a lot of friends because we're still cool, but. Uh, all of a sudden, like we talk about, we talk, we talk every day on the phone, <clears throat> and then they, and then we spend like a couple of years without talking because I don't serve their purpose, right? And and a lot of them end up coming back to me in some way or another, but by that point it's too late because I don't, I'm not having it. Like I'm not wasting any more time with them. But then they come back and appreciate. My students are like that. Yeah, right? they hate me or dislike me or talk shit about me for four years i don't care bro when you're 23 24 years old either either if you're alone and you're too proud to approach me or or that you approach me and you want to be in my life you will see that i was telling you the truth it may be that you know you don't you you, you don't want to live the way i'm telling you to live but that's my truth and I'm okay with sharing my truth. And if you're willing to to kind of be here in order to be guided by that truth and to take it into consideration, because I'm not thinking that like I'm a cult leader or anything. Like I'm not <laughs> trying to manipulate anybody. Right, to... right. <laughs> I've been talking about that. I've been, I've been, I've watched this show called The Vow about this guy. Yeah, yeah, on, the, on HBO. Yeah, yeah. I haven't what seen it, but I know about though? it. Yeah. You need to watch it because you can do a whole show on that. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy how those cults even... I mean, there's another one coming to HBO about Heaven's Gate. I mean, that's a classic one right there. Yeah, that's a real... That's a, that's going back a little while. Yeah, they, they, they're, 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 the, the, the subtitle of the docuseries is going to be like The Cults of All Cults. 
It's like one of the oldest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that, I mean? that was some real stuff back. You, you weren't even born with that. No, I wasn't. But I know about it because, I mean, I pay attention. Um, yeah. No, but, yeah, it, it's just fun. I think with me, uh, like, yeah, that, that like, on that, like, truthful conversation hits home because, I don't know, like, I would rather, because I, I, I guess it's just, it maybe for me stems from anxiety of not knowing what's going on. So I always need truth around me because at least I know what's happening. If I feel like I'm being lied to or like things aren't the way they seem, then like you, you, like you mentioned, like I think too much And like the only thing that kind of gets rid of me, like overthinking is just what it is. You know what I mean? And that's why I appreciate you so much because you are that you're very yeah, much but, like, here's what's idea, happening. But, I, but you know? I'm also, I, I'm I'm also not gonna tell you that I'm an angel and I've no, never no. lied before. No, no, of course. <laughs> I've lied to get away from certain things. I've 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 uh, told white lies to get out of certain things. So yeah. I'm not gonna tell you that because I'm only human. But I try I try my best to 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 be true to myself, and that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you know what? Uh, and if, yeah, and if well, you don't yeah. fall in line, and and if you don't fall in line with that. I don't. I don't cut people off. They cut themselves off. Yeah. But uh, the way I am cuts a lot of people off, bro. I can see that. I can definitely see that. Um, like in in one of my classes, we've been talking about basically what we just talked about now, which is, is this concept called existentialism. Have you ever heard? Have you heard about this? This is really interesting because I mean, because it's one of my classes where we like you know it's it's like an intellectual it's called intellectual heritage wait you did temple didn't you didn't you go to temple i I I took intellectual heritage yeah so it's basically just going through different philosophy yeah exactly like different philosophies texts just trying to understand a certain thing by looking at a lot of different ways to think about it but one of the things one of the theories or like philosophies we were talking about was this thing of existentialism which is basically just like how people find meaning in the world and how a lot of things that we hold value, like uh, things that we like our morals and like things we hold value through or like the things we believe. A lot of it is really just personal and we just kind of doing it to basically the whole point of existentialism is that you create your, the, your own meaning of your life. And the, the whole goal is to be as authentic as possible by just, you know, living the truest you can live. And I found that, I found that philosophy really interesting of like, cause that, that's how I feel. I feel like at the end of the day, a lot of what we do and, and see and believe is just kind of all personal, right? Like it's hard for us to kind of step out of ourselves. I think like, don't you think like this world, there's so many, I, I just believe like there's so many variables in this world you know, like how things work, like even within ourselves, like the things that make us or whatever. Right. I just feel like at the end of the day, you kind of have to focus on yourself and try to be your truest self first. You know what I mean? Like in order to live as good a life as you can, because I don't know, it's just the world is just too complicated. You know what I mean? That's like, it's like a billion world. It's like, I mean, you like every person is its own world in life and like everybody sees things slightly differently and they believe slightly different things. So, you know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know that that's something that I've been thinking about, like just trying to stay true to yourself by just understanding that a lot of things you believe are just kind of coming from you. You know what I mean? Yeah, what my, my advice that didn't really make any sense i mean i, I didn't no, no, I have perfect perfect sense the, okay well i had yeah. the same course so 
understand. So you understand. Okay, so you understand what I'm trying to say. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I really think that we're we're here, and I'm not, I'm not a very religious person, even though I'm I'm Catholic and I was baptized yeah. Catholic. But I, I do believe that, you know, you do have a purpose for being in this world, right? So hmm. that purpose has to be your purpose. It can't be yes. your mom and your dad's purpose. It has to be yours. Uh, and that's why, like, and because of all this COVID and, and everything we've been living and people dying and people going through, you know, losing jobs. And I, I heard today on, like, CNN that um, more people are breaking up and getting a divorce because of quarantine. People uh, are falling really really bad depression yeah and suicide rates are up in 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 most states in the united states you know it's gotten to the point that that i and i always knew that 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 at one point or another i was going to have to you know really really do everything that i i want to do right which i've been doing all this time but but i'm i've been held i've been held to like uh these pathways that it takes in order to sustain our families. You, know, you got to have a job, you got to pay your taxes, you got to, you know, in my case, you know, I felt like I had to get a degree because I wanted something, you know, more blue collar for myself and I wanted to be, you know, in academia and all this other stuff, right? So, so in that sense, I did all that for myself and for my family, but it's gotten to the point where, like, like I know what my purpose is in life. I know what my purpose has been. I kind of lost my way there because of loss, right? My brother, my father, it throws you off and stuff, and other things that happened in my life. But um, this COVID thing has made my wife kind of, because she's always been lagging behind me because of the gypsy or whatever you want to call me. Yeah. The thinker I am. I've always been ahead of the liberal curve in that sense, even though I'm conservative in life itself but but the way i like to live life like you know like i'm not out like doing drugs i don't even smoke weed or anything like that no. but, but i'm not even i don't even drink anymore either so i'm very like conservative when it comes to family and traditions and culture but part of me wants to be like i was when my parents were trotting around in the world as we started talking about in the yeah. of the show. And I want to kind of get back to that. And I feel that that's my purpose to, to, to chase like, uh, you know, games, soccer games, chase culture, to chase, uh, uh, uh you know, to go to museums, to, to take courses in Barcelona and in Paris. And that's the way I want to live my life. Right. And I'm lucky enough, and, and some people will call it luck, but I was patient enough to wait for some a woman in my life, like she was 21 years old at the time, that we had so much in common, that it has led to her having the same goals I had. Yeah, wow. And a true partnership. You, you understand? Yeah, yeah. That's because I was true to myself back then, and I was patient enough to wait for that girl instead of just settling for just any girl. Right. Right. Yeah. And I made the kids that I wanted to make because I was patient enough to wait for the right woman that I felt was the right woman to raise kids with me. I was patient enough to go through academia and get all my degrees so I could be 
in a in an intellectual type of atmosphere where I could meet people like you that were, mm-hmm. you know, like thinkers and like sponges for knowledge and for evolution of the brain and of and, and of intellect, right? Yeah. And I've been patient enough, and I was patient enough, and not to not to make a lot of money, but just enough money to be happy and to stay my family and to travel and do all those things to get to the point where at thirty to thirty. 33, 34, 35 years, I could actually retire and do the things that I want to do, which is travel and do all that stuff, right? And be true to myself. And I'm not worried about like anybody. I'm not worried about like, am I going to hurt this person's feelings? Is this, this is, the only people that I worry about are those two people upstairs and that one person in Portugal that I have. Yeah. But since but since I raised I raised those two to be kind of a reflection free, of you, yeah, a reflection of me and free. Um, I trust that they're going to find their own way, and if they think that their own way is to is to be around me, and if they feel comfortable enough to be around me and the way I am, I'm good with it. And everybody in the peripheral, right? Yeah. It doesn't really matter unless they want to matter. And I'm okay if they don't want to matter. Uh, did I do it all on purpose? No. Did I plan it out? No. Was I a stickler and wrote it all down like you want to do for the show or, or for your life? No. All I was was I true to myself. And I think what you need to do, bro, is just be true to yourself. And you'll bring that neurotic fucking girl that you want to be around <laughs> that you would operate perfectly with. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But no, you yeah, you're me, right. right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, now that I think about it, I don't think I've ever met any neurotic women. Uh, like, no, but, but she'll accept you for who you are. No, I, I know, but I'm just saying. Neuroses. Yeah. yeah, I guess I just don't think I've met. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I've met somebody that, I guess thinks like me and i guess i'll know when that happens like he doesn't have to think like you she just has to. well in the way that i do basically well but yeah, well, you yeah. you know what i mean yeah because your mom and your dad are probably totally different people yeah yeah they are well that's true yeah that's that is true also um okay i want to i want i want to stop it here um this was a great episode i mean I, I, we could have gone on for like two more hours there's so much i want to you know that we didn't talk about that's always the thing when we do an episode there's always so much we don't talk about but that's because we can talk about you know, talk about anything for hours here i, I want to okay first thing what should be the title of this episode keep it a hundred or what's your purpose Um, I think I'll go with keep it a hundred, but I do want to ask that question to my guests because that's a, probably the heaviest question you could ask anybody. <laughs> what's you your purpose what's, in life? What's my purpose in life? Well, you you told me, but you, you told me what you feel like your purpose is. But I just thought, like, what if I just start what's, asking, like, oh my guests? What's your purpose? What's your purpose? Shruff, it's funny when when I started thinking like I want to start asking that question to my guests. I'm like, well, I need to know the answer myself, and and then I started to think, well, I mean. At what at what point in your life do you know what your purpose in life is? Like, it, it, could it could you be too young to not you know could you be too young and not know or do you feel I, I like I, when I was your age I didn't know. Okay, yeah, uh, but I wonder. You have, I do think that is probably something that we kind of should try to figure out because it will probably inform our life for the better, right? Like that way we would have a better 
idea of what we want to go, even if we don't know what like job we want to do, right? That's the thing that I feel like a lot of young people like they 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 always get stuck. Why, it's like why why, why does a per that's the other that's a very American concept. Why 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 does purpose have anything to do with your career? Why, no no no. I, I was I was heading. I was I was gonna make that point. I was gonna say yeah. that purpose and career have nothing to do with each other. But but I feel like we should start asking that you know instead of being like what is what's going to be your career that's the thing everybody asks like what's what's your career what's your job what do you want your job to be what's your dream job and, and people were like i mean i don't know right like a lot of people just don't know but i feel like that's because they're not asking the real question is what do you what do you think your purpose is and i think that will inform what kind of jobs right like you we should think that first like what's my purpose oh my purpose will be to help people okay what kind of jobs or what kind of career could I do that would help people? You know what I'm trying to say? Like, I feel like that should come first before, oh, what job do you want to do? I think that's a problem. But because um, I feel like people could, it would just help people figure out their life easier than, because like you said, like it's a very American thing of like purpose is replaced with job. Like what's your job? Like that's the most important thing that you need to figure out. What's going to be your job? How, you know, how are you going to make a living? That's the most important, but I think you're. I think what's your pur purpose is more important. Uh, what is my purpose? Um, I think hmm, it, it does. A purpose needs. Should a purpose be? Can a purpose be selfish? Well, in a way of like, like self-serving, or like, I don't even know how to put it. Like when when I think of purpose, then it would be a self-serving. It would be a self-serving purpose. Okay, so it will still all be purpose. I guess my purpose, because when I'm thinking of purpose, I'm thinking like to, towards others. But I guess that's not necessarily that's not how, what the purpose is. Someone's purpose could be to you know to make a lot of money and get rich and you know yeah. better their their financial situation it has nothing yeah. to do with somebody else that's true so i guess my purpose in life is just to talk talk things out to learn to i think my purpose in life is to talk through to learn through talking i think that's what my purpose in life is that's why I, i love talking and i feel like that's the way that i understand like everything you know what i mean and thus led you to thus led you to what you're doing not only in your living room today but also in your preparation for your career right? yeah yeah which means that when you put it all together which you will one day um you will be one of the happiest men in my life and the reason is is because you will be doing exactly what you want um and what you have a passion for and and i think through those avenues is where you're going to meet the per the person who's going to make you happy because i think yeah i, I don't think you should settle no i don't think and i will i think right now right now you're doing something that's very healthy i think for a young man is that you want to keep score like you want to you want to have all these girls and get all of this you know what that's what you want which okay. is which is healthy and it's right where sure. you are yeah But yeah i think in the long run yeah in the long run it's not going to be about keeping score of how many girls you get got right it, it has to be about who who who's going to be who's going to be your friend and who's going to be the happiest with you and that you are going to be the happiest with and i think that it's all it all embodies itself i, I think sometimes we try to force things and into our uh, our uh, 
our like universe. And I don't think, and I don't think, um, I don't. I think it should be organic. And 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 if something is organic, it will be your your universe will naturally just you know. Yeah. Look, look, we live in the most beautiful planet um, in the universe. Everything had to click the right way. And I think one of the things that humankind tries to do is we try to make it what we want instead of allowing it to be what it wants to be. Because if we, if somebody was trying to make it what it wanted to be, what that person wanted it to be, it wouldn't be what it is right now. And you wouldn't, right. have, we wouldn't have you, we wouldn't have me, we wouldn't have, you know, beautiful mountains and beautiful sky and beautiful oceans. Um, it can't be what you want to be and force it to be. It has to be what it's going to be. Yeah. So. That's true. Great, great way to end the, the episode. Oh, and one last thing before we, we end. Because I want to start trying this new thing because episode 100 is coming up. But after that, like after episode 100, I want to start trying to do this thing where like instead of having a place, like I want to be more mobile with the podcast. And I think I will be able to. And I think that will lend for better guests for sure. Because not everybody's going to want to come to my apartment prime example you and even and i'm not even talking about covid stuff whatever just in general like people no, might no, not you gotta tell them i didn't want to i didn't i didn't want to come to your apartment even before you got covid because i'm like dude i'm 50 years old like i'm not trying to get sick because i'm i'm, I'm on a i'm on an episode with you <laughs> it's not worth catching covid <laughs> no uh yeah no. that's true i mean i totally uh, yeah i totally I, I definitely get it um but i was gonna ask would you what if it was in your house and that was negative? Like I got three, like, and I got like three negative COVID tests. You know, I, I did, you know, like there was no chance I had COVID. Would you still wouldn't? My, okay. my wife wouldn't let you. All right. Well, that's fine. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Totally fair. Well, I guess, I mean, the, the vaccine's coming in December 12th. Ain't They're nobody saying. coming over. Not even family's coming over my house. Oh, How that's interesting. That? Yeah, well, yeah, I guess, yeah, that's just an individual thing, Bro, but we we are we are really really like living it, like uh, like see the only person I see outside of my my two women I have in my house, my daughter and my wife, is my mother, yeah. and my sister, right? That's it. Yeah, family. I, I'm 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 trying to live the right way, man, because I'm not in a hurry. Like, I, yeah, I'm fifty, and I I probably don't have more than twenty or thirty more years, but I'm not in a hurry, like. I want to have, I want to have the, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with sacrificing a year to have 30 more. So yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I, I totally get it. Yeah, well, I guess it, that's the case. But I mean, when, let's say when things are more normal, I want to start doing this thing where I go to people's, like, wherever they're at and meet them there and do the podcast there. Do you think that's a good idea? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I would love to do, actually, I've been thinking about, yeah, um, you you like i said you helping me really set up like a a really a really good like the technology part in order for me to start doing podcasts yeah you know with the, with my passions i tried it before but i i there are things i want to do better so um i could definitely help yeah you said setting everything up my, my idea my idea was to go from like uh cafe to cafe restaurant to restaurant because i it, that seems to be like a, a meeting place for for people and and but now, because of COVID, you know, all the restaurants yeah. are closed. That would be a great idea. Yeah. Like, like, and kind of record 
with obviously with their consent, like uh, those kind of conversations that you may have with random strangers. Yeah. Tomar un traguito, comer yeah. algo. I, I think that's I a think, great that, that's a great idea. Don't say any more because I don't want anybody copying it. But that that that's a great that's a great concept. It, whenever things get back to normal, hopefully they do. When the vaccines come out and things are a little bit more stable, yeah. And I think the other thing that you should, I think the other thing that you should do is is just allow people not to constrain it too much. Just allow people to. If it's if it takes two or three hours, it takes two or three hours, and then what you do is cut. You can edit stuff yeah. and, and package it up that way. Yeah, well, I'm lazy, so like I don't feel like editing too much. That's a problem. No, but I, okay. Uh, so now I do like wrap ups afterwards. Like I'm gonna do like a, a an outro for this episode. But um, yeah, thank you so much for do, for for doing this interview. This is definitely not gonna be the last time we talk on this podcast. That's certainly yeah. That, that it's just gonna keep happening. But thank you for doing it. And you know, I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you later. Whenever we talk again. All right. Love you, bro. Bye. Yo, be safe. All right. Yeah, I I will. Well, now I'll be safe for the next three months at least. And let me know about the test results. Yeah, yeah. I'll let you know. All right, brother. Bye. All right. That was episode 98 of the Empty Opinions podcast with Caludo Santos, which was my former Spanish teacher and now friend. We, you know, we obviously have deep conversations. We kind of get each other in an intellectual level, but that's that. That was a fun episode. I mean, it was weird because the audio was fucking getting bad, and that's the thing I was worried about with this fucking. You know, I don't want to do Zoom episodes. I don't want to do virtual episodes because the audio fucking bothers me. It really annoys me. Like the quality of it. Like if it gets shitty, like times there was a lot of times. I mean, it would keep getting muffled. Like every time it would talk, and like if I'd said something, that's maybe if you you maybe you noticed that. But whenever I would interject, like I kind of did that because afterwards it would clear up a little bit, but then it would get fucking muffled again, and I couldn't stop thinking about it. It bothered me the whole fucking time. I, that's why I couldn't just let myself you know left my let myself go and do the episode that was really why but um it was still a good conversation there's a lot of great topics in there i'm just now i just don't want to do online shit like i tried it i knew i wasn't gonna like it i didn't like it because you know shit like that can go wrong too many variables that i'm not in control of which is something we talked about in the episode but yeah that was it make sure you follow him on his social media so i'm gonna link all that in the description but yeah that's it for this episode make sure you follow me at eladio talks e-l-a-d-i-o talks on instagram and twitter also, make sure you subscribe to the podcast or to, you know, to this YouTube channel where you can find the podcast's full video episodes, you know, Empty Opinions. Just look that up on YouTube. There you can also see other content that I do, like reviews or reactions. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, I don't I don't feel like doing an outro anymore. That was as much of an outro as I want to do. So thank you guys so much for watching this episode and or listening, whichever way you did it. And I'll catch you guys next week for episode 99. Peace.